Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Welcome to r slash Entitled People, where this crazy man demands to move in with his ex because otherwise he'd be homeless. Friends Entitled Ex begs her to let him move in because he had nowhere else to go. My soft-hearted friend Emma finally broke up with the parasite she once called her boyfriend. Carl has a hundred excuses for why everyone else is the problem. His bosses are mean and expect too much of him, like showing up for his shifts. His co-workers create a hostile work environment because they refuse to do his job for him. He's also realized that the people he called friends are not really his friends because they won't refer him for openings at their companies. Carl thinks that he has really bad luck. At the beginning of this month, one of these friends told him that their living situation is not working out. Kyle needs to find other accommodation by the month's end. He did nothing until this week. He'd been praying that his friend was a real one who wouldn't really kick him out. However, today his friend asked Kyle if he needed help packing. The month is over in one week, you see. In a panic, Kyle called Emma. He begged her to let him stay, all expenses paid by her until he gets back on his feet. People he thought were friends have shown who they really are and abandoned him. They abandoned him in his hour of need. And for what? Something as pithy as money? Don't remind him that all of his friends hosted him at some point. He not only paid no rent, he expected them to pay his living expenses. They're friends. He would do the same for them. Emma usually has a hard time saying no, but Kyle took advantage of her so badly that she said, I don't think that's a good idea. She blocked him everywhere, then called her scary sister to tell him off and threaten him away. Poor Kyle. He was turned away by everyone, abandoned, forsaken, and they knew he had nowhere to go. His mum's house does not count as somewhere to go. His mum is, in his words, a self-absorbed female dog. A good parent doesn't expect her 37-year-old son to hold down a job and pay rent. A good parent doesn't make him do chores and maintain a level of order in the common areas. A roommate wouldn't even expect this. Dropping the sarcastic tone, I am so proud of Emma for not falling for this. I hope he gets his life in order now, but even if he doesn't, at least it's not my friend's problem. Well, it sounds to me, guys, as if this man is just uh, more of a more of a child than a man, really. He, he's 37 years old. He can't look after himself and expects everyone else to do things for him. I mean, the point about him not even being bothered or not even seeing it as his duty to help with communal areas in a house is crazy. I mean, who, who says that sort of stuff? Who believes that? But I will say fair play for Emma for standing up for yourself because... I can imagine if you are, you know, I don't I don't want to be rude, but someone that is 
a bit of a doormat a little bit sometimes as in someone that you know likes to please other people a people pleaser is a, is a better way of putting it especially when you're in a relationship with somebody that you know you obviously were in love with at some point it can i imagine be extremely hard to say no to somebody even if you've, you've broken up with them and you, you're moving on because that's just the sort of person that you are on the whole a positive trait by the way i do like those sort of people but sometimes they can be a little bit too i don't know naive or, or kind of welcoming of other people when they shouldn't be perhaps too trusting who knows nonetheless fair play to her for saying you know what no at this point it's gone too far you're done get out of my life you man child let's move on now moving on to our second entitled people story of this episode now this one is actually quite a similar topic to the first entitled x ghosted my friend then demands a room in our house this isn't my ex but my best friend's ex she and i have been friends for years and live together now And now we live with my parents who adore her like their own daughter. I got her permission to post this. So my friend who is 30 came to the US from Latin America at 19 as a student. She also started dating her ex who is 29 after many years of hanging with each other, both during vacations and online. I've known them both since high school and they seemed good together. She tried to convince him to move in together a few years before their breakup. He was living with his parents who wanted him to leave. At this point, she'd already finished college and had a job in the US that granted her a visa. He'd quit college and worked part-time. From what I can gather, he didn't want to leave his parents' place because free food and no rent. So instead, she asked me if I wanted to move with her so we could afford a bigger place. I said yes, and we moved together, adopted a cat and a dog, and pretty much became Grace and Frankie, whoever they are. Let me know in the comments down below. Clearly a cultural reference that I don't get. Not for the first time. Around the start of the pandemic, things got bad for them. This is what I was told and what I saw. They never talked or hung out or anything. I was in a breakup at the time myself, so I wasn't really on top since I had my own issues. But my friend cried so much. She didn't even get a happy birthday. After a year of no contact, she assumed the relationship was over. She changed all her social media to single, which you could see, took him off her emergency contacts at work and at her doctor's, and just moved on with her life. Wait, so he ghosted her for a year? That is mad. He ghosted his own girlfriend? What? This year, my stepdad's health has gone downhill and my mum needs help caring for him. She works full-time as a therapist. I work from home and my job is very flexible. So I put in the idea of all of us living together and I'll care for my dad. Eventually, my mum too. My mum loved the idea and asked my bestie if she wanted to move with us too so we could all be together and also because at this point i can't see myself not being in the same house as her we've come to terms as being single ladies heck we've joked that one of us should adopt and we'll become a parent slash aunt dynamic another joke is more serious since i'm considering it and she's incredibly supportive no we're not dating she's straight i'm bi We're just incredibly close after all the BS we've lived through together. We found a perfect house. Four bedrooms, two and a half bathrooms. Enough space, a yard, everything we need. And we got it after a bunch of difficulties and arrangements. Since I don't have immediate plans for adopting yet, I have a ton of paperwork and years of planning ahead. We made the extra room into our office slash gaming hub. We both work at the same place. Totally not on purpose. They were hiring and we both needed visas. And as proud first-time homeowners, we posted pictures. Her ex, who by this point has been MIA for three years, messaged her saying he was so excited to move into the new house. She told him this was her house with me and my parents. 
He said, since they were a couple, she should kick me and my parents out so that he could move in. I want to point out that my parents bought the house. We, my friend and I, will pay them our parts over the years. And if she decides to move out, I'll finish paying and I'll buy her part out. This is all in paper and signed. So she obviously told him that he was not moving with us and that he ghosted her so there was no relationship. He went on a tirade that he never broke up with her, that she was abandoning him, that she never cared about him, etc. That made me angry. I took the phone from her and I told him that he could live in a bear cave for all I care, but to leave my friend and our house alone. He went ballistic and began calling us some names, referring to the LGBTQ plus community that would probably get this post flagged. So I'll leave that to your imagination. My friend started crying and I was absolutely done with him. I never thought he was abusive, but my friend confessed to me that this was not new. He always had issues with the two of us living together and accused her often of cheating on him with me. We ended the call and I told her that she needed to block him for her own sanity's sake. She deserves so much better than this man child. She got me to leave my abusive ex when I was in high school. She took me to the hospital when he beat me up and called my parents. My friend is my family and I'll be dead before I let some idiot with commitment issues make her suffer. Since then, he's gone on a major campaign in our friend group to say that my friend abandoned him and left him homeless since apparently he cancelled his lease after he saw we bought a house. Okay, so he's just a complete idiot then. He also claims that we're lesbian satanists that probably abuse our pets and are mooching off my parents. Most of my friends know the story and know that my friend and I moved together first out of necessity. Then we just don't see ourselves not living together. So yeah, my friend's ex is a nutcase. And if he ever gets close to her again, I will personally give him a free vasectomy. All right, now interestingly, we actually do have an update from OP. Let's get into that straight away. Hey everyone, a bit quick on the update, but some people asked if our friends knew where the ex was hiding for three years. And I was actually curious. Since I was down for the count at work today, I had time to check with my friends and find out more. Apparently, my bestie did ask them, but they didn't know. From what they tell me, he kind of got back into everyone's life in the last year or so, but he was part of the group because they were bestie's friends, not really his. I don't personally know many of his own friends, to be fair. I did track down the ex's sister, thanks to social media, and I poked her for info. She's actually very nice and has always treated my bestie right. I told her what our brother did, and her response was very interesting. Apparently, the ex was dating other girls until his parents decided to move outside of the US. He's now living on a friend's couch. The last she heard was a couple of days past when they went out for coffee. He was saying he's got this brand new house and was going to be moving in this week. As far as she knew, my bestie begged him to take her back and let her live in his house. I did correct her and said that no, the bestie is living with me and my parents in our new house. Her reaction was, uh, of course he lied. And she just thanked me for letting her know he was BSing. Aside from that, I do want to report that we're safe. He doesn't know where we live. And most people don't because we're not really ready to open Pandora's box and have friends come over. We also need time to figure out who we want in the know. We won't be going to the police unless something serious happens, just because this is technically not a crime. But we are going to keep recordings and print text conversations. If he tries anything, we have all our papers in order. And just in case, I plan to contact our company's HR so they know the situation. The company we work for can provide us free legal counsel if things get bad. Now, this one is a little bit like the first story, but just a bit more insane, if anything. I mean, ghosting someone for three years and then saying, wait, what do you mean? It's not my house. 
we're together, right? Like you've not contacted them for three years. How is, how is that coming to your head as a, as a genuine thought? That's insane. I mean, I, I thought the first story was pretty mad, but this is just another level. How? I mean, I should have probably realized that this guy was stupid after OP said that he canceled his lease after he saw that we bought a house. <laughs> it's two things that don't really you know, go hand in hand there, to be honest with you. But I mean, fair play. I mean, I kind of rate this guy's delusion. It's, it's just a, a crazy level of belief or just, I don't know, being mental, really. Three years of ghosting and then saying, can't wait to move in. Fair play. I want that sort of courage. I really do. I admire it, if anything. Let's carry Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show yeah. is absolutely yeah. incredible. Or anime. Yeah, and under this sure. mask is another mask. <laughs> <laughs> you can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcast, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Entitled sister would have me lose my job and house to attend her destination wedding. My younger sister has always had issues with entitlement, taking advantage of others, throwing fits, and being verbally abusive, and being a miser. Not trying to dispense armchair diagnoses, but she really does check every box of NPD. A few years ago, she announced her engagement to a nice guy who is a pushover. He expressed not wanting to get married for a while, but she proposed to him, not that there's anything wrong with that, and kept pressuring him to get married. Okay, maybe there's something wrong with that. He comes from a wealthier family than us and is good with money and investments. Perfect combo for her to take advantage of and have someone bankroll her delusions. He wanted a modest local wedding so friends and family could attend. My sister decided that she wanted a destination wedding outside the country. At the time, my husband and I didn't have the best paying jobs. He was working on a second degree and we had eminent goals of buying our first home together. We regretfully declined her invitation because the trip would cost us three to $4,000, which we did not have. It would have to go on a credit card. When we RSVP'd no, she said she and her now husband wanted to pay for everything so that we could attend. My husband and I were floored because one, that is a lot of money and two my sister has never been one to offer to pay for anything we accepted our offer with a lot of gratitude a couple of months go by and she asks if my husband and i have booked our plane tickets and hotels yet and said they just keep getting more expensive the closer they get to the date you know um what i've never expected anyone to just give me anything but my financial situation hasn't changed we tell her as much and she says well, my husband and I looked at all the prices a while ago and it's too much money So you guys will have to take care of it yourselves So we ignored her and went on with our goals Months go by and my husband and I both get better jobs and buy our house My sister comes back and asks again if we purchased our tickets despite repeatedly telling her no We tell her again no and at this point with our new jobs We aren't allowed to take time off yet and we don't have enough pto anyway 
When I started my job, they offered to honor upcoming events if I needed time off, but I said I didn't need anything since I had already planned on not going to the wedding. We didn't have savings and we took on a mortgage, so we can't tack on credit card debt too. I was so annoyed with her constant, just figure it out tantrums and if you really loved me speeches. I tried to frame it differently so maybe she could understand. I told her that attending her wedding would mean that we would have to no show at work, likely lose our jobs, not be able to pay our mortgage and then lose our house. I said to her, So are you okay with my husband and I losing our jobs and house and risking homelessness so that we could attend your wedding? Of course, she didn't have a good answer for that. She has no concept of money because she has always manipulated people into paying for her. She's never been able to hold a job. She has no empathy for others, yet she thinks she is deserving of special treatment. I don't understand where it came from because our parents raised us to be hardworking and to not expect anything from anyone. Our parents and my husband and I couldn't afford to attend. Her husband's family could and wanted to go, but she wouldn't allow it because it would be weird to only have his family there and not mine. She put up a huge paywall and then blamed us for having to elope and went no contact with us. It's honestly been a huge relief after a lifetime of her abuse. Just some further information at the end here as well. When we accepted her offer to pay for our trip, she said not to worry about anything at all. She said she'd book our flight and hotel and everything and just sit back and relax because she really wanted us to be present at the wedding. She just gave us the dates to put in time off requests at our old jobs. So this is why we didn't buy anything with the intention of her reimbursement. And we were surprised when she asked us if we'd done that stuff yet. We should have known better since all of that is very unlike her. I, um, I don't like this person. I will say off the bat. Uh, that is 100% obvious because she is just weird. I just don't really get people like this. Why is, this, why does someone like this exist? It's just odd, isn't it? What is she doing? Seriously, what is she doing? I could go into the specifics and the details about the things that she said and how weird they are but overall she just sounds absolutely exhausting and just a horrible person to have in your family yeah i get what you're saying at the end you're happy that she's pretty much gone no contact suits you right but imagine having someone like this in your life oh so tiresome i just couldn't be bothered even if like you had to see her at a family barbecue or christmas i would just say like i'm not coming can't be bothered what what an annoying person to have to deal with there we go now for our final entitled people story of this episode entitled neighbor leaves a note on my car every single week i live in an apartment building with no parking so i have no choice but to park on the street my street also has a school on it that prohibits parking on its side monday to friday until 6 p.m the other side has a two-hour parking even for permit holders the entire area is permit parking only which i have So there are a total of about seven spots on my block where permit holders can leave their cars. Because of this, I can never get a spot on my block and I park one block down, which is the same permit zone. This area is all houses and each one has a driveway. I typically don't use my car every day, but I never go without it for long stretches unless I'm traveling. It's also a parking violation here to leave your car in one spot for longer than 72 hours which apparently some people take very seriously. Recently, one of my neighbors has been leaving a note on my car every single week. This is not an exaggeration. I've gotten four notes in the last four weeks citing the above parking code. 
even if my car has only been there for less than two days. The note always says that I can't leave my car in one spot for multiple days, which technically I have 72 hours. I always ignore it because even if I do get reported, which I'm sure I have been, someone from the city comes out the next day for an inspection and then monitors the vehicle for the next 72 hours to see if it's still there. This law is really to prevent abandoned vehicles, not for people getting upset about cars parked in front of their houses for multiple days. The hilarious part is that the note goes on to say how disrespectful it is to your neighbors to leave your cars parked in front of their houses, but constantly leaving notes on cars is totally respectful. This has been going on for months, but this was the first time I got four notes in a row, and now I'm going for the high score. I know it's a law, and I rarely leave my car parked in one spot for longer than three days, never more than a week unless I'm traveling, in which case I leave it at the office to avoid street sweeping. Also, my car isn't old, dirty, or looks abandoned. This person truly just has nothing better to do with their life. Yeah, I don't necessarily think that's like the, the most insightful thing ever, but it is very weird. Surely you'd wait until someone is actually breaking the law before you leave a note. Like, you wouldn't warn someone that in 24 hours, for example, you're going to be breaking the law. That's a bit strange, isn't it? Like, you know, think of another example here. Say that the permitted time of parking was 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. and you couldn't park outside of those times. You know, it's, it's, just, a, it's just an example. At 4 p.m., you wouldn't leave a note on someone's car saying, hey, just so you know, you've only got an hour left. If you've not moved your car by 5 p.m., you're in massive, massive trouble. You'd wait until 5 and then let them know, wouldn't you? If, if you cared at all. It's a bit weird to do it preemptively. Especially, like, given the actual example that we have here, that they're doing it after two days, when you still have a whole other day to move your car. And also, as OP said, that's not really the point of the law at all. Like, that's just kind of using it in the wrong way. It's to stop people abandoning cars or leaving it there for weeks, I imagine. Uh, it's just very, very strange and... Yeah, it does come across as someone that does have nothing better to do in their lives. I get it. It's not ideal having other people park in front of your house, but you have a driveway. So therefore you, you can always park because it's your driveway. I, I don't really see what the problem is. And again, it, it can't be an eyesore because OP said that their car's pretty nice. I think this person is just a little bit, yeah, entitled for want of a, a more appropriate word. But really, that is what it is. It's, it's weird. It's a weird thing to do. I would say maybe just have a little bit of caution because if they're leaving notes in your car and they're keeping doing it every single week for literally no reason then they could cause damage to your car in future for no reason as well i'm just thinking like if they're getting this angry over this and you're going to keep doing it of course because you're well within your rights to do so just be warned that they could step it up a level so maybe i mean maybe you already have a dash cam but yeah maybe invest in a little dash cam for your car just in case the worst happens. Okay, guys, that is going to do it for this one. Hope you enjoyed it. If you did and you want more Reddit content from me right away, then check out the link down below on whatever platform you're on. It's the playlist of all my videos, all my episodes. You can just click it and go through them all, binge them. If you want one specifically and you're on YouTube, it's on screen right now over here. But if you're not, click the link. Just sit back, relax, whatever you're doing, chill out. Get a movie on. Settle in. Lock in. Go in. Side. It's raining. You don't want to get wet out there, that is for sure.